I'm thinking something like. Hello. Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I want to. <laughs> what are you giggling at? <laughs> Just you. Oh. I love you. I love you too. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> you little giggly, giggle monster. Your voice is just always so cute and oh. sweet. <laughs> You're like, so, hey, how are you? <laughs> it's really cute. Thank you. You're welcome. I want to hear about you lecturing oh. at Vanderbilt. Oh. Well, yeah, I did that today. How, what, what? <laughs> It was really fun. Um, I was really, it's the school of nursing. They wanted to hear about psychedelic assisted therapy. And so I was a guest lecturer. They reached out to you. mm -hmm. Yeah, I was really excited. So that was today. And I didn't really, I just thought classroom, like a little classroom. And I got there and it's like (laughs) lecture, like tiered room. (laughs) I was like, oh God, I wasn't. Really having that in my brain. (laughs) So I had to like adjust really quick internally. I was like, wow, I can do this. And how did it feel? It was amazing. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's so different when you're talking about things that you care about and Mm -hmm. that you like and you're interested in. Uh, Lots of questions, and which I love, but there was a part of me was like, I hope I can answer all these questions they're asking me. And it was, it was, it was good. so I really liked the interaction in that. And I had like a ton of material. I just, I like to have like over, mm-hmm. like with the information. And I'm like, y'all can read a lot of this. And I was like, let's just, we're going to go through it, but I'm going to skimp on some of it. And I just want to have more conversations. And that's kind of what it was, was they were asking questions as we went. Let's go. Yeah, it was really fun. I, I was like, I like this. Yeah, like, how did you feel about teaching? Are you like, ooh, this could be a thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I was, and they said they they were like, we'd love to have you back, like, you know, for the next time they have the class and stuff, because they don't have the stuff in test textbooks. Wow. And it's nursing people in nursing school, so they're the therapy side. They don't. It's kind of like when doctors have like they say they have one class that talks about, you know, a mental health thing. This is kind of like the class <laughs> that wow. they're getting like some of this stuff in. Um, and so, yeah, it was, I felt really honored to be there. I mean, it was Vanderbilt, um, and the, a medical program, this wasn't a therapy, you know, program. It was a medical program wanting to know about this stuff. Um, and it was really neat to hear the stories and the, are the questions coming from their perspectives? Like great question I asked was, what do you, um, what do we need to look for? Cause I was talking about the importance of like collaborating with practitioners and therapists, being able to work together. And they're asking me like, what do you look for in a therapist that it would be good to collaborate with? What do you, kind of therapy do they do? And like, so it was really, yeah, it was exciting. Questions that got you excited and you were like, great. Yes. Yeah. And just to hear that these professionals in the making, that that's what's on their mind. Mm. Um, it felt, uh, it, yeah, it got me excited. That is so cool, dude. And you could go, you could, you don't have to wait for them. You can create your own class like you did with, for the therapist Mm -hmm. and be like, reach out to that woman and be like, I'm going to do a zoom. If more nurses want to like have a more intimate and learn more or get paired with a therapist, like you could do your own (laughs) thing too. Yeah. No, it's It's a good connection. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. That's so exciting. I know you killed that shit. Mm -hmm. I've never wanted to be a nurse until today. (laughs) Like I would, I would sit in there and listen to you. Thank you. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. And then I would drop out. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't want to be a nurse. <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah, I, I don't you. either. <laughs> You're like, okay, bye. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> um, How are you? I'm good, man. I'm uh, I'm a little... I'm, I'm good. I am good. <laughs> I'm good. You sure? <laughs> I am very good. I think today I just... I felt impatient and I don't feel that a lot. So mm-hmm. it was like kind of uncomfortable. That feeling, yeah. but, um, I'm just letting it ride. You, you know, what were you impatient about? Uh, I want things in my career mm-hmm. and I want it now. Yeah. And I know that God or the universe or whatever, or just time is like, bro, it's, it's coming, mm-hmm. you, you know, just enjoy the moment right now. And usually that's how I feel. But today I was like seeing people have things that I want and yeah. 
you know, just knowing that I want things and being like, Mm-hmm. Just that impatient feeling. Yeah, I feel I have felt some of that stuckness. I think, and I see it in different things where people, it's kind of like just feeling like you're in this like holding pattern. Yeah. Yes. And so I'm believing with you. Like it, it's right on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, same back to you. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm trying to just remind myself that like whatever's going on right now, I'm going to be able to see, to use when that stuff does come. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's a lesson in everything. I think so. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the being patient to me. I know for me, it's allowed like other things to like bubble up that I need to look at. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise I just stay moving so fast, you know, just doing that. I'm like actively trying to like relearn to be bored. Oh girl. It's hard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was thinking today, I was like, okay, Amber, if you had everything that you are impatient about right now, tomorrow, how would that feel? And I was like, nah, I'd still want something. So I'm just going to be present. God, being present. <laughs> but being present is wonderful. It is. A lot of great things are going on right now that I'm so proud of and mm-hmm. excited to be living. So, you know, you just, my therapist was like, sometimes you look at the moon and you're like wanting the moon, but you're, you know, forgetting all this stuff over here. Mm-hmm. I call it for myself, like stepping on stars. You know, there's so much good <gasps> stuff here. Oh, I love that. You know, that. experience the star, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let it glow, you know. I feel like we're writing a song right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, we went from you not wanting to sing to we are songwriters. <laughs> I'm open to change. I love it. Uh, okay. So today we have yes. Miriam Kirk. Yes. Who is um, lovely human? So cool, man. Mm-hmm. She's strong. Uh, I just love like her energy. She's very mm-hmm. like um, chill. Yeah, very chill and mm-hmm. and strong. I don't know. I get yeah. a very like. Um, she just matter. I know of fact, what I'm doing. Like, here it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So it was really nice um, to talk to her. We talk about family and uh, a little bit of hard stuff, you know, that she went through and how comedy was like a mm-hmm. safe space for her. Yeah, which I just think is so freaking cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I liked that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really liked it, and yeah. I think you will too, you cute little listener. <laughs> Cute little thing. <laughs> and if you if you're like there's not a, I I wish there was more. I'm fine. It's fine. If you were like I wish where can I listen to more? Don't forget that we have subscriptions. Yes, you can listen to more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the link is in this description. The uh, the episode description, the podcast description. It's called I'm fine, but could be better. Mm-hmm. Five dollars a month gets you a podcast, an episode every week. So go over there, click on that, become a subscriber. And kiss yourself. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy this episode. Bye. I can hear my own voice. Doesn't this, isn't it fun? It's fun hearing my voice outside of my own head. Yeah. It is. Is it nicer? (laughs) I think I like the internal voice better. You do? Yeah. Is your internal voice nice? No, she's kind of mean sometimes, Mm. but I need that. I need that. Wait, hold that thought because <laughs> I want Melanie to be here for this. <laughs> I've been an athlete my whole life. I'm used to coaches yelling at me, so that's how I motivate myself. So You've been an athlete your whole life? Yeah, I started playing, you know, like peewee soccer, like everybody plays at a young age. Everybody plays as, that. It, yeah, of course. Of they course. don't do theater. <laughs> <laughs> They're cool I'm, when I'm they play I'm guessing you did theater. <laughs> <laughs> no, like my parents are like, oh, you want to play sports? Um but they also made sure, like, we did artistic things also. So, like, um, we all took uh, private piano lessons. And, like, I also played saxophone as a kid. So, like, they were like, you can be an athlete, but you also have to practice art. So, because my parents weren't really athletes. They were artists themselves. So, sports were kind of like the first generation, like, sport. And they were like, we, we know art, so. As you're going to do that. <laughs> you're going to do wow. that. Yeah. Yeah. You wanted to play sports, though. Yeah, I wanted to play sports. Yeah. Uh, mainly because my big brothers played sports. Oh. Yeah. And I just sucked at instruments. Yeah. Your parents, like, that's so interesting. They were like, you're going to play an instrument. Yeah. They wanted us to be well-rounded individuals. Are you uh, glad they made you do that? Yeah. I wish I remembered how. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I'm glad, like, I had that experience. Be like, oh, yeah, I used to play piano and saxophone. I used to know that little mermaid song under the sea i used to kill that on the saxophone oh, oh, 
on the saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> Can you like mimic it right now? Because I'm trying to hear it on a saxophone. It was like, I, I can't make a saxophone noise like Beyonce can. It was like. I'm picturing like a low light room and you right. hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram's been feeding me like saxophone videos of this like lady. And I'm like, do I need to start playing saxophone again? I think so. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Teach Maybe. me. <laughs> I need to teach myself first. Because <laughs> I do not remember how to play. <laughs> Were your brothers like, uh, you said you weren't good at pr- playing instruments. Were they like, did they pick it up right away? Only two of my brothers were like really good at piano. One of my brothers played drums. Another played trumpet. One played clarinet. Wow. My oldest sister played clarinet and violin. The violin or the cello. Yeah. I love those. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I love a cello. Uh-huh. I do love a cello. That would be fun. How many siblings do you have? Seven. Wow. Seven. Including you. No, five brothers and two sisters. So altogether, it's eight of us. Wow. And where are you in the lineup? I'm number seven of eight. So okay. I have a younger brother. Okay. But I'm the baby girl of the family, so I'm the favorite. How spread, yes. how spread apart are they in ages? Um, the largest gap is between my oldest sister and my oldest brother, which is like four years. Okay. But everybody else is like two, two years. Okay. Like two years. So yeah. it was, that's wild. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Are y'all close? Yeah. We are close. Yeah. My younger brother who's in school right now, like wherever he goes to school, like me and my sister will like go visit him in school. So yeah, we're planning a little trip in December to go visit him. So usually we like go, we do a, a yearly like ski, ski trip together. Mm -hmm. So he's in medical school in Michigan right now. So we're going to go skiing in Michigan and visit him. So your family sounds dope as hell. They're Uh like, you have to learn the arts and we go skiing. Yeah. Yeah. They well that's that's awesome. Yeah. That's when my my dad used to ski in college. My mom, once they got married, she didn't want to learn how to ski. She was a lodge baddie. She liked to sit in the lodge. Uh She was (laughs) 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 she was posted up in the lodge. Let's go. That's just a different kind of fun when you're in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That is. laughs> I don't know the details of, of all the fun they were having. Yeah. Well, there's eight of you. <laughs> True, <laughs> they was having a lot of it. Uh, I was like, chill. <laughs> I already got to share a bedroom with two people. <laughs> so you were saying before uh, uh, that your inner voice i don't know if you were kidding i don't think you were but you said oh, i was not you're kidding. Like, I'm absolutely I'm not kidding. kidding dead ass serious <laughs> dead ass am i allowed to cuss yeah yes good <laughs> <laughs> my favorite cuss word is nigga so i'm gonna say that a lot this podcast <laughs> what naked nigga no <laughs> Yeah. It's allowed. <laughs> uh, what were you about to say though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you were saying that your inner voice yells at you a lot, but that you love that. Yeah. Oh. Not like yells, but it's like <laughs> we could do better than that. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's like, was that your best? And I was like, I think so. It was like, uh, oh, we don't think so. Oh. So we could do better. I'm like, you're right. Word, word. <laughs> We could, we could, yeah. And that doesn't like <laughs> fuck you up. That's a- no, I'm just used to it. I've oh. been trying to like uh, trying more like positive self talk, like inner voice. Uh-huh. Is it working? It's not working. I get late. <laughs> I get lax days ago. I get lazy. Oh, I'm like, I need somebody to beat me up. <laughs> I need somebody. I need somebody to come at me tough. Interesting. Yeah, it's that inner critic. Its it job is. is to keep you motivated and doing good. Yeah, I've just never heard someone like it it's usually like yeah it beats me up and like I, I have to get rid of it but i like hearing that like the positive of it yeah that's pretty dope yeah when yeah go when ahead. it's like when when i need time to be healthy and like actually encourage myself mm-hmm. i'm like oh we're doing okay we're we're beautiful and i mm-hmm. take that time but like if i'm trying to like get ready for a show or something like that or it's like your hype man uh, yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm my, right my internal hype woman yes. yeah i yeah. love that yeah How, <laughs> okay when you say when you say that when you when you are like trying to be chill or nice the inner voice and it gets you get lackadaisical like what does that look like 
Like if you're, yeah, what does that voice sound like? And then what do you do that you think is like making you lazy? If that, You know what I'm saying? The voice that's like, let's be nice to ourselves. Yeah, let's just chill or whatever it's saying. Yeah. That's the opposite of the voice that you normally hear. Hmm, what is it saying? It's like, you know, usually I, I go to the gym a lot. Um, usually like if my like, body is physically tired, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of sore. I should take a day off because I try to work out four to five times a week. Um, and then like, I'll take that day off mm-hmm. and then, cause I'm like, my body does need to rest. We need to rest. We need to stretch. We need to mm-hmm. relax. We need to recover. And then the <laughs> next day they're like, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> lazy. <laughs> you regretting eating out, ain't you? <laughs> I'm like, wait, but I did need the rest. It's like, now look at you. <laughs> Six pack gone, Damn. jawline gone. No. <laughs> uh, I'm like, work. I'm gonna work out extra hard today. Okay, so that's usually. What I like, it's like. I like that. Yeah. Have you found at all that that makes you tired? What? What? What are you doing? What? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Have you found at all that that makes you tired? <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be hella tired. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, my, oh well. Mm. Yeah. It, this is it's very interesting to hear you say you like that because I hear you describing like a very <laughs> like inner critic part of self. Yeah, it's like not that nice. It's not. Yeah, but you like it. I like it. I think I've been trained to like it though. Yeah, say more about that. <laughs> I mean, growing up, like. Um, little backstory. So my mom was a supermodel. So like, we were told growing up we can't be fat. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, yeah, I can't be fat. Is that so, what drives the working out and all that? Yeah, and, and the th- comments around what you eat. Yeah, growing and it's also like we used to get up and go to the gym every morning. We were like gym, Bible study, school, gym, Bible study, school. Like, as a kid. As a kid, yeah. Yeah. So now I'm like, it might just be like a trauma response, but now I'm like, I got to be up at 430 or the day's like wasted. Mm-hmm. Have you ever not gotten up and done that? Yeah. Then like the day sucks. Mentally? Yeah. Sucks? Yeah. Or like you have a bad day and don't feel good? Like mentally, like I feel groggy. Yeah. Like I feel, okay. I feel lackadaisical. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hard. Yeah. But I have great abs. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what matters. Does right? it feel like a good trade off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, who am I to say? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Do do your siblings like do you guys ever talk about do you feel the same way about things? About about uh, that mindset. Since you both grew up since you all grew up the same way where it's like, damn, we really uh feel like we got to put in work all the time yeah mm-hmm. usually like so those like monday tuesday wednesday thursday morning workouts like me and my sister go together okay like those are our hangout times so we're That's like nice. there in class like sweating mm-hmm. it out together like working out mm-hmm. and then like who else like all of my brothers are in really good shape um not so much my older sister but she's had children, so that's she's okay. like, okay, I'm I'm 41, I'm good, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm done with that, yeah, so yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's fair. But everybody else is like, yeah, be up at the gym in the morning working out. That's so interesting, and no one's ever been like, hey, are you tired? Oh yeah, we tell you, I'd be like, we'd be at family dinner, I'd be like, you tired? Yeah, I'm just tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm like saying, yeah, you gonna be at the gym in the morning? Yeah, I'll be there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's really that's really impressive and like that's really cool. Yeah, I love that. It's good. I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> with your that's fair. That's with fair. your mom, with the like her being a supermodel and uh, being like y'all can't be fat. Did she? Is there still like an air of that, or is she like? I, I don't know what you're talking about. Everything's cool. I feel like there's. It's not as like prevalent anymore. Okay, because my my parents are in their seventies now. Mm-hmm. So obviously they're not in their best shape, living their best life like they were when they were in their 20s and 30s. 
but they're still like my mom gets up and walks around the neighborhood every day mm. like she works in her garden so mm-hmm. she's like still very like physically active mm-hmm. and she's like very like oh i gotta stay below this certain weight okay so like it's not as like tough as it was like growing up as a kid but it's still very much like physical health is very important mm-hmm. okay it's, does it go beyond physical health is important could you elaborate <laughs> well yes physical health is important we should do things to take care of ourselves but does it, it seems like it goes beyond like we have to look a certain way oh like, yeah like yeah. so that's it goes just beyond being physically healthy yeah and it, yeah it's, is the driving force behind it to be physically healthy or to look beautiful physically fit yeah, yeah. it's yeah. to be to be healthy and look beautiful yeah that's hard it is hard but yeah. it's rewarding <laughs> it, talk talk about the hard part because it does get mixed in when you're doing something that I would imagine the mental impact and the the stress around like having to do or feeling like there's these expectations to meet and then it also there's a positive that goes along with it of you spend time with your family you do feel good in your body right um or you look great the where does it Will you speak to a little bit the what the difficult part is for you? Um, I guess the difficult part would be just when when to know to take a break. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't like to skip the gym. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like to skip days mm-hmm. at the gym. So just, like, I guess the difficult part would be, like, okay, my body is actually tired. Yeah. And so trying to figure out, like, when I have to take this seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm still working that part out, though. Gotcha. Yeah. I would imagine just because you get these positive benefits from it like how do you try to navigate the the not doing it or get letting yourself take a break um that yeah. sort of thing yeah guess we'll find out <laughs> we'll figure it out <laughs> the navigating not doing it mm-hmm. yeah have you ever been like sick to where you were like forced to take a break um you're like, no, sick. I work out all the time. Right. You know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the last time I was sick, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, trying to figure, I'm honestly trying to figure out the last yeah, time I was positive. sick. They're <laughs> <laughs> uh, positive. I'm sure, like, being sick, but even though, even still, like, if I was, like, being sick, like, I'd probably just, like, go outside and, like, walk. I'm probably not going to the gym and, like, getting a full workout yeah. in. Mm. But I'm still like, oh, let me just, like, get up and move my body. Because nice. that just feels good. Mm-hmm. Does oh, the exercising and stuff ever, does it override other aspects of your life? Override. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I've just worked with clients where it's like, no matter where they are, what they're doing, it's like, it's, it's a stressful thing if they can't like do their routine every day and that they will like give up other things because they need to stick to this routine. Yeah. I usually just give up sleep. yeah that's why working out in the morning is the best it's like i have the rest of the day i don't have to like figure out another time to try Mm. to get to the gym yeah like just go first thing in the morning yeah how long do you work out usually just like an hour okay hour 15 yeah i don't do i don't spend that much time i go do my cardio do my weights stretch Mm -hmm. i'm out get out yeah (laughs) it's very efficient (laughs) yeah okay yeah you are so funny and then at the same time, the way you deliver something, like just now when you were like, I don't know, like this, there's this, like this, yeah, I work out five times. Like hearing this part, I'm like, how did you get into comedy? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's like. Yeah. Well, my, my dad is hilarious, but um, he's <laughs> <laughs> he a comedian Aww. himself. Like he, he uh, had a radio hosting job when he was in college. Like he would like be like the morning, back in like. I guess when was he in school? 60s, 70s, whenever. Mm-hmm. No, he was born in 50. So like 70s mm-hmm. when he was in school. He'd be like the radio, the voice on the morning radio show on, on campus, just like cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. And um, he wanted to pursue a career in acting. Um, but my mom was like, nah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> we got to eat, dude. Right. We need to, we, you got to get a job. <laughs> so... <laughs> You're going to play the cello or something. <laughs> right. Uh, as a side gig. We, 
We need that corporate chat coming in <laughs> every week, every two weeks. You can do that hobby shit on the side. <laughs> this was when your mom was a supermodel, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So She's like, I got the creative thing. Right. You're going to need to do something a little more. Right. Yeah. Okay. Long term. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. I think she was in her, her mid to late 20s when she was modeling, you know, with the modeling industry. A woman in You're her 30s old. is yeah. like, oh, we ain't got no jobs left for you. Yeah. <laughs> so she was like, hey, um, one of us needs to have a stable income. <laughs> so uh, I'm about to retire up out of this. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, she started having kids before she like officially, I think it was 30. So, yeah. So instead of like retiring out of uh, modeling, she just started having kids. And okay. they were like, ooh. Mm -hmm. And we then, like, like preg pregnancy body wasn't, like, positive back then. They yeah. were like, ooh, we don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so your dad was, like, funny entertainer. Yeah. But then went into the corporate world to, okay. like, take care of the family, which mm -hmm. is responsible. Mm -hmm. Which is responsible. But uh, how did I get into comedy? I was taking an improv class with one of my older brothers over at Third Coast when he got back. So he had just got back from L.A., because um, he's also an actor. And he was like, man, we should just hang out and do something together. So we started taking an improv class together. Mm -hmm. And one day after class, um, Luke, the owner over at Third Coast, was like, hey, we're having an open mic if anybody wants to stick around and, you know, try stand up or just watch. And my older brother was like, I bet you won't get up and do it. <laughs> and you're like, and well, I was like, I, I bet you. I will. <laughs> I won that bet. So <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I'm still winning that bet. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what so. did you talk about? What did I talk about? Drive-by shootings, something oh, like that. Hilarious. Yeah. I think the joke was that my brother, we grew up in a black suburban neighborhood. We weren't going to ever have no drive-bys. <laughs> <laughs> but my brothers used to practice on the riding lawnmower <laughs> just in case we did. Stop it. And I was like, Y'all, we live in the suburbs. <laughs> you have a riding lawnmower. <laughs> Do you still talk about I haven't heard you talk about that. No, it's not a joke. I literally that's did funny. that joke that one time and then never did it again. Oh, maybe you should bring it back because that's maybe. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Who practices drive-by Come shootings? on. Maybe it's a niche thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, they both had a lawnmower? No, I think there was just like two of them on the riding lawnmower. <laughs> Yeah, they were just both on there. <laughs> yeah, that like, is hilarious. Like broad daylight. Yeah, just practicing. And what does practicing look like? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, I have no idea. That's so just riding it on the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aiming at passing cars. <laughs> we got a problem. Uh, they're like, no, we just live down the street. <laughs> Do yeah. you, um, when you first started, like, obviously I've seen you a couple of times, but like, do you talk about a lot of hard stuff in your comedy or do you, like, like what do you like to talk about? Usually, I, I really don't talk a lot about a lot of hard stuff. I usually talk about like fighting kids, um, dating white women and traveling. <laughs> so those are my three main topics. That middle one sounds hard. <laughs> 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 uh, I have an amazing partner, so it's, oh, it's pretty chill. It's, it's pretty chill, yeah. But like, I've I tried to talk about like tougher things in comedy, but like never just like turning it into a joke. More just like just like talking about it. Like especially like this like past March when everything happened um, with the Covenant School. Mm -hmm. um, I had a show like two days later. And so, like, I hit up Chris, the guy at Backyard Comedy, and I was just like, hey, can I go last on the show? Because I got some stuff to talk about that's not funny. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I just need, I, I need a bit of normalcy right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Good. So I just, yeah, I just went up there and talked about it. I think I made several people cry, which mm. was new. That was yeah. new. So It needed if it happened. It, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. You turned to comedy in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, I need, cause it just felt surreal. Like everything that had happened that day. Okay. Backstory again. Um, so my nieces and nephews attend the covenant school. And so like 
Yeah. That was a tough day, to say the least, for me. Like, I was sitting mm-hmm. on my desk, and my sister had texted me. I was like, well, I was texting back and forth with my sister, and she was like, hey, there's been a shooting at the Covenant School. And um, I was like, my niece and nephew school? Um, she was like, yeah. And so I immediately, like, called my mom, mm-hmm. and she didn't answer. So I was like, oh, I need answers. So I went to Google. Terrible idea. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible idea. Um, and, like, all the headlines were like, there's been three teachers and three students that have been victims of the most recent like school shooting. And um, my brother called me back from my mom's phone. I was like, Hey, Marion, what's up? In my mind, I'm like, what's up? Like, <laughs> you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's like, <laughs> I'm not crazy. Yeah. Um, it's like mom and dad know what's going on. Um, they're on the way to the school right now. And, uh, He was like, um, my brother is also like the basketball coach at the Covenant School. He was like, Isaiah, Isaiah has Cinco, um, but we don't know where Alexa is yet. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. And all at at that time, all I had read was headlines. Mm -hmm. So it was like three teachers, three students. So I know I was like in the dark for like solid two hours, Mm. not knowing like if my niece was alive or not. Yeah. And I tried to like talk about it and I did like talk about it on stage, but just not, I, there was, I was like, there's no humor in this yeah. for me personally. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody else can find a joke in it. Mm. I didn't take the energy to, and I didn't really yeah. want to. Yeah. Um, I ended up talking about it at a later show and um, I have a joke about like my niece uh, calling me nappy headed. <laughs> and so like I, I told that joke and I talked about everything with the covenant school. And then I was like, uh, God, if this little girl is alive, I wouldn't even mind that she called me a nappy headed ass bitch. Mm-hmm. And then I walked off stage. Mm-hmm. So this is before you knew that she was safe. No, no. This was like weeks at later. Oh, weeks I see, later. I see, I Sorry. See. I messed up the timeline on that. I wasn't joking during. The, no, I, I wasn't the like, shit, was like, this is great material. <laughs> no, no. Is, no judgment at all. This is I was just like, whoa, that's wild. No, no, no. But no. you said if she's alive. So that's why I, mm-hmm. I kind of thought, like, yeah. wait, this was when before you knew, like, what had happened. Yeah. So this was like my thought process. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just like after I knew she was safe, just like yeah. thinking about how I felt that day, just mm-hmm. sitting at my desk in yeah. my office. Mm-hmm. It was like, if she, yeah, I was just like, if she's alive. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. That's, I mean, obviously, thank God, amazing that they were safe. Do you still feel like that experience, like, obviously shook you, right? But like, yeah. Yeah. No, like, that was like, I'm, I'm one of eight kids of a middle class back family. Like, I haven't had much struggle in my life. So, like, that was like the toughest day of my life mm-hmm. up to up to then and mm-hmm. like later that day mm, my nephew was just asking like hey auntie what's the what's the worst thing that's ever happened in your life mm-hmm. and I was like it felt selfish to be like today because mm-hmm. he was the one there he was the one yeah. hiding in a closet mm-hmm. hearing gunshots mm-hmm. and I was just kind of like mm, I don't know like I'll have to think about that and I kind of just like passed the question off to my older cousin who was there Mm-hmm. Um, who had a much better answer than I did. Um, he was like, yeah, um, when I was in the Navy, I had to like board a ship that was like actively being fired at <laughs> two days prior. And I was like, that's a lot better than what I had to say. So, <laughs> and my nephew was like satisfied. He was like, yeah, that sounds way worse than what I went through today. Like they were shooting missiles at the ship you had to get on. Mm. Oof. Yeah. So like it it didn't it felt like selfish to be like hmm. this was the worst day that I've ever experienced and I wasn't even there but, but why was it the worst day cuz my nieces and nephews lives were in danger cuz you care about them and love them mm-hmm. yeah oh those that, little people are my whole world it's a bad day a worst day yeah i don't yeah. think that's selfish yeah yeah but like i guess just like in frame of reference to the question he was asking mm-hmm. for him to be like this is the worst thing i've ever experienced mm-hmm. and i was there yeah. What's the worst thing you've ever experienced? And I wasn't even there. Yeah. It felt like in that frame of reference, yeah. it felt a little selfish to be like today. And I, I was that. 20 yeah. minutes down the road at my office. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 I, the, get, I get like not wanting to compare 
or that it was feeling like you were comparing and that you didn't have something to compare to his worst day. Yeah. 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 So, but just whatever that part and that felt like that was being selfish, I just wanted to kind of give some feedback that I don't think that was selfish at all. Yeah. In hindsight, yeah. I know. I know, like, yeah, it wasn't, but you know, I wasn't there. So it just mm-hmm. felt inadequate in that moment. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Why was he bringing that up? Why well, it sounds like he was like, well, he's freaking out a little bit, right? Well, like, he's older, so he he was eleven at the time that it happened. So that's the age where they're like processing things. Yeah, so that, he's he was like, just trying to get a frame of reference to process what had happened to him. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. was just like, this this sucked, right? Like this was really bad. Right. This mm-hmm. was re- like he was trying to be like, how bad was this? Mm-hmm. He was trying to figure it out. Yeah. So it's like my like my eight year old niece, she didn't really ask any questions about it or like she didn't really want to talk about it after that day, which is fair. I mean, mm-hmm. they went to counseling and everything like that, which they did not like. Um, cause mm-hmm. she was like, it scares me to talk about it. Um, and like my nephew would just like bring it up at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, can we just talk about something else? Aww. Or like, he's like externally processing. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't want to, Yeah, I don't want to talk about it at all. Yeah. So like very different Mm-hmm. How old was she? You said eight? Yeah, yeah. eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were just like, something bad happened. For like the younger kids, it was like, there was a bad person on campus, something bad happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't, I don't, I'm, I'm sure like my brother, like my brother and his wife, like her, her parents had like talked to her about at this point, but like mm-hmm. at that point, all they knew was like something bad was yeah. happening mm-hmm. so how are they doing today they don't want to be back at school but they are mm-hmm. yeah 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 they're not back at the covenant campus yet but they're mm-hmm. like just in like the school environment mm-hmm. yeah they're not ready to be back yeah <clears throat> that makes sense so yeah. yeah are are you in therapy yeah i started going to therapy last mm-hmm. january yeah yeah for the first time yeah it's fun. I like therapy. Me too. That makes me happy. <laughs> it's fun. What do you like about it? <laughs> um, well, okay. So here's, I don't know. Like I have an older black lady as my therapist because mm-hmm. that's what I wanted. I needed somebody. Yeah. Who I could be like, so you've been here before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but like, it's very, and like my therapist is like, kind of has like the same like religious upbringing as me mm-hmm. it's like we have a lot of that like mm-hmm. table to connect on mm-hmm. and I like it that it's like so we see like this thing is happening that's affecting you this way and I believe a lot in manif- manifesting mm-hmm. she was like but you kind of prayed for that so like when I got laid off at my job um a couple months ago um um and I lost my job to AI it's a real thing that's happening damn um, I did yeah damn yeah sorry what the it fuck suck. it does suck it sucks but it's it's cool it's it is what it is i didn't like my job okay anyway so <laughs> they can have it <laughs> but, but the robots can have it <laughs> <laughs> they can have it cool i get it <laughs> but yeah. your therapist was saying you manifested would, it yeah like i had been like talking a lot about like man like i would really like do comedy full time and like i would just like to like make this a full-time thing and then like i got laid off in august but like september ended up being like my most booked month of comedy ever i had i had like five different cities in like two weeks and like oh all my of, goodness like all of my bills were paid mm-hmm. from like the jokes i was telling and god <laughs> was like this is what you asked for i was like i know but like i wanted to keep my <laughs> security right i wanted, to, I wanted keep, to keep the awful job <laughs> right i was like i wanted to keep my corporate paycheck <laughs> uh but like to be able to like be in the room with her and be like well you did manifest it and god answered your prayer and i was like yeah but like <laughs> that's not how i wanted it so like and it's fun to like be able to like have that mm-hmm. 
rapport Mm -hmm. to be like, this is what you said (laughs) several months back. And I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I did say that. (laughs) I did. (laughs) The universe and God, I feel like doesn't get sarcasm at all or like nuances. No, No. you say things and they're like, okay, exactly. You gotta be specific. You need details. (laughs) I should have been like, I want to be making at least, (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know, but like, (laughs) More than what I'm making now. Yeah. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> are you are you looking for a job now or what's going on? Um, I am like applying to things like interviewing for jobs. Um, I have a background in um communications and like marketing. So I've like interviewed for jobs, but like mostly like reaching out to clubs and being Let's like go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm about to make this happen. Yeah. Let's see what let's see what happens. Let's I like that. Yeah. So it's like I'm still like job hunting and like going on interviews and things like that. But if you're into manifesting, I just want to throw out there. Okay. Is you continuing to look for a job? What is that manifesting? That I would like security. (laughs) 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 That I would like that's it's man. I know I get the question you're asking. Uh It's like you're putting out there that you don't really believe in yourself, Uh which. You're like, yeah, but, <laughs> but maybe, you, know, you don't have to pay my bills. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. It's, but it's like, it's putting out, I, it's like, I, I need to be able to be, have a monthly, a, like a weekly, bi-weekly check coming in. So like, peace of mind this sounds, to like pursue yes. comedy. This sounds a lot like when you were talking about your parents. Your mom wanting your dad to have a like a corporate job, yeah, paycheck coming in. Yeah, does it feel like that got instilled? You know, we have these family rules that get passed down. Does that feel like that's in your mind? That's what got created around like the security. Yeah, is that you need that and then do this hobby? No, like definitely, probably. Mm-hmm. That's probably where that comes from. Like the need for security and mm-hmm. pursuing a hobby slash like dream on the side yeah like it probably that's probably definitely where it came from but also mm-hmm. just like bills don't stop coming yeah so it's like i gotta i don't want to be a struggling artist i just want to mm. be an artist mm-hmm. so it's like i gotta i want that consistent check and i want it and i, I want both <laughs> <laughs> i want both i want to be able to have a check coming in every week and do comedy full-time are you getting a response from the clubs? Wait, what'd you just say? I was talking to God. Was what'd you say? <laughs> I, was, I was saying, I need him to listen to that. <laughs> Since he want to listen to everything else. <laughs> Are you getting a response from the clubs? I have been. I have been. Good. Uh, where was I at? I did. Where was I? I was doing the Asheville recently, Louisville. I was doing some stuff with Ritu in Johnson mm-hmm. City and Knoxville. So it's like, it's been, it's been good. Like it's, I would like more responses. Yeah. I would like more responses. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but it is what it is. <laughs> I know it's part of it. Is it's there like a, is there a price that you are like, okay, once I have this in my bank account, I'll quit looking for a corporate job or what, like, what does it look like to... If I can set all my bills on auto pay doing comedy, mm. then I'll stop looking for a corporate job. I got you. Mm-hmm. Like if I can stop worrying about like my account being overdrafted, yeah. Then I'll yeah. then I'll stop looking. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like I need that plan B. Like I feel like I need that mm-hmm. safety net. Yeah. Right now, maybe that's just me. No, that's not just you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a there's a point. At least I know having the consistent paycheck for me versus because I was a part time therapist for a long time. Yeah, and there ha- there is a point where you have to like kind of take the leap, yeah. where you like decide to do it, and things are going to be tight and tough for a little bit. And I'm wondering, you use that motivation factor you got, and I'm like. You'll, it can motivate you to like mm-hmm. really make it work. Um, I know I've had to do that, and every time I've made like big steps, and, and it was just like you got to just decide to do it. I didn't realize therapy was a thing you could do part time. Because <laughs> oh, that's worked. people's mental health. It's like, uh, I'm 
<laughs> that was my 20 hours this week, so I can't help you no more. <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't realize that was an option. That's cool. I, that's, I, learned oh, I worked new. a full-time job in construction Word. and then did this like at night and on the weekends at first. And then, then it was just a few days a week. So it's like I would only see clients and have office space a few like evenings. Mm-hmm. So you would like go work like one of the hardest jobs and then go listen to people complain about sitting at a desk all day. And you would be like, the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> What's weird? I work is, construction, bitch. <laughs> I was like on the side of the road digging dirt. <laughs> but I was I worked at a construction company and was like doing that kind of stuff. Nothing that really got me excited. And weirdly enough, I would feel more energized after seeing clients at night. Mm. Even though I did it and was like tired when I got there. But I would feel better. And like kind of we've talked about like even when we're, we may have a really long day on Mondays but then and we're tired when we get here but then we feel really good when we get done because we just like this doing this it's really fun and I, that's how it feels for clients with me of like there's a lot of admin and stuff that goes along with my job that's not fun but the seeing the client stuff is really fun and that doesn't my dad would always say love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life that's true and that is like been a goal for me of like just having fun enjoying what it'll energize you I think yeah yeah I agree with that. <laughs> I have a question about the comedy. Yes. Because we kind of touched on it, but like after the Covenant thing, you still went to the show and was like, I, I want to go last. But there's something in comedy that like, I don't know, is a form of therapy. Like, can you speak to what, what made you think, uh, like, I still want to get on the stage? I just needed like normalcy and like, at that point, like being on stage and like just making people laugh, kind of like you were saying, like you and like making, helping your clients and talking mm-hmm. to them was made you feel good mm-hmm. and you just enjoyed that. Like making mm-hmm. people laugh. Mm-hmm. I needed that mm-hmm. to get back to reality because mm-hmm. it's just like all of that just felt so surreal. And I was mm-hmm. like, I just need to, this is normal. This is what I, this is what my normal is at this point, And mm-hmm. I need to get back to that normal. Yeah. I like that. But then you also took the space to talk about even the not funny. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's, I don't know, I don't know in the comedy world, but it seems like that is like, that's not the normal thing that happens is like, uh, hey, I need some space to take up that's not going to be funny, like purposely. I'm not going to be funny about this, you know? And that was, sounds like it's kind of like your platform and way to kind of, you needed to talk it out. And yeah. that was your place to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, therapy is expensive. I can only go twice a month. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to just talk to you. I don't see my therapist for another two weeks. So I'm going to just talk to y'all about it. So, yeah. You said that people were crying. Did they come up to you afterwards? Yeah. Mm, that's and they so were just beautiful. Like, Thank you for talking about it. Because no one else that night had even like just talked they about even it. mentioned it. Had even mentioned it. Yeah. Even acknowledged that it had happened. Mm-hmm. So they were like, just, they were like, thank you for just sharing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, I needed it as much as you did. Yeah. yeah. It allowed them to do that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you had moments like that in comedy before that? Prior to that? No, I don't think I have. Mm. Yeah. That was the first moment where like, I was like, thank you. I love that. Because usually people are like, oh, you were so funny. Yeah. Great show. Mm-hmm yada 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 mm-hmm. but it's almost like thank you mm-hmm. you didn't have to be here you didn't have to come up here and you're like no i did no i was like no i really did <laughs> <laughs> I, I needed to just talk about it It was taking up a yeah. lot of my mental space mm-hmm. so i just need to get it out so has that like having that experience we we're talking about more difficult things because you said that you didn't really do that much like in your comedy did that do you think that could change a little bit how you think about that? Is like maybe talking about more difficult things in your comedy? Maybe like <laughs> talking about more difficult things, but usually like I'm not great about talking like about heavier things, about mm-hmm. darker topics. Cause mm-hmm. like when it comes to stuff like that, like for the most, for the m- most part, like I keep it in like internal process and then like mm-hmm. talk to my therapist, like, what do you think? And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, as to like to make a joke mm. out of something like that, to me, there's no funny in it, mm-hmm. especially like that situation. 
maybe somewhere down the line I'll be able to like talk about darker things Mm -hmm. but like as far as like right now I keep it very Mm lighthearted. talk about my upbringing growing up with seven siblings Mm -hmm. people being like oh y'all got the same dad and I'm like my dad's a pastor yeah we do yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, we do (laughs) so like (laughs) Some people don't have a problem talking at all. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Clearly not. (laughs) I feel like black and white people be like, y'all got the same (laughs) day? Got the same day? I'm like, yes. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if, I was going to say, I feel like maybe that is rare, but not. I feel like when people hear that, they think of like TV shows that, put you know like the duggers or something all these kids but like families do have a lot of kids and are just yeah together yeah my granddaddy was one of 21 but what damn yeah but that was y'all have family reunions we used to when my grandparents were alive we used to have them more often we try to have them every now and then but we used to yeah Wow. that where i've always thought that would be so fun we've never had like my family didn't do that I just think that would be amazing, especially that many, like, family members. 21, think of all the kids and spouses. Y'all got to yeah. be outside. You yeah. Gotta oh, and yeah. And just to, like, just meet at a park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, so that's your uncles? No, like, uh, my dad's dad was one of 21 kids. Okay, so you had a bunch of grandparents, like, great-grandparents. Yeah, like, great-great-aunts right? and uncles, I think would yeah. be the correct term. Like, great-aunts okay. and uncles. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. How fun. Did you love that? Mm. Or? It was like, it was cool. Like <laughs> it's been, well, mostly everybody is still in Texas, like stayed in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a few people in like California. Um, my granddad's like originally from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I have some family there still. I like to think I'm related to the baby. I know he's problematic right now, <laughs> but his name is Jonathan Kirk and <laughs> the Kirks are from South Carolina. So I'm like, I think the problematic's over. Is it, is he cool? Can I claim him again? Yeah. Can I claim my cousin again? If, I mean, you would be helping him out. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. But like, he's like, so my family's originally from South Carolina and he's from South Carolina. His, oh, his, wow. his real name is Jonathan Kirk. I'm like, I always tell people, I'm like, yeah, that's my cousin. <laughs> and honestly, he could be. I have no idea. Like I had 21, I had 20 great aunts and uncles. So like, most likely. <laughs> Like we probably related somehow, bro. You could meet Megan the Stallion. That'd be lit. I'd bring you with me. To Take, okay, okay. Yeah. I wasn't gonna ask. I bring you with me. Um, I want to ask real quick, and obviously you don't have to tell me, but you just got into therapy last January. You said, yeah. What got you into it? Mm-hmm. I went through. a really well it wasn't a hard breakup it was an easy breakup it was just a toxic relationship oh fuck um like and i've talked about that on on stage a few times being like um my ex-girlfriend punched me in the face what yeah and then stalked me she might still be stalking me i don't know um so i started going to therapy like shortly after that so what made you what made you choose to like what were you what were you like i need to talk to someone about this instead of like your normal internal processing yeah because like i'd never i'd never been hit in the face before um so that'll do it yeah (laughs) i "I gotta talk to somebody about this (laughs) you really make your shit to go down before you pull the cord Damn. Yeah, right? That's all you got in there. <laughs> a lot. A lot. I got a lot. <laughs> okay, sorry, you got punched in the face. Yeah. Went so to I therapy. Like, I ain't never been hit in the face before. So I was like, maybe I, maybe I should, like, figure out, like, to provoke. Like, not that, mm-hmm. like, I was the one that provoked her to hit me. Like, I didn't ask to be hit in the face. Maybe I did. But, I, like, I didn't really, like, ask to get hit in the face. But, mm-hmm. like, for her to be so, mad enough at me to be like, I'm gonna lay hands on this person. I'm like, maybe I do need to work on myself a little bit. Oh, interesting. You went because of you thought, what's going on with me that would make her do that? Yeah. Well, that's part of being in a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. It was probably a lot of that happening. Yeah. Not that not, not, she hitting. only hit me once. No, that but all the, that's all it took. Someone getting upset, but you're the blame. For yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. You're responsible for it. Yeah. Yeah. What did, did you? Sh- oh, go ahead. 
Well, I was just saying, do you know you're not responsible for all that now? I'm not responsible. Yeah, my fist didn't hit my face. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> yes. yes. That's what I was going to ask. Like, what did you learn or, like, take away from, like, and obviously you don't have to share everything, but is there something that you were, like, that you liked that you learned from going and talking about that. I love it when you, I'm trying to say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Is that out loud? <laughs> does that, does that question make sense? Could you repeat the question? I'm yeah. Fine. So like when you went for that, for like the toxic relationship, when you guys talked about that, is there something that you like, learned from going to therapy through that or in that experience that you were like, I now know this about life or about myself or about relationships. Yeah. Well, at the, when I first started going, like at the time it was like immediate, like safety, like, uh, cause like she had popped up at one of my shows. Oh mm. shit. And, um, fortunately one of my older brothers was at the show with me. So he was kind of like my bodyguard mm-hmm. at the show. <clears throat> um, but like the first few sessions it was like do you like do you have her blocked on everything like Mm -hmm. can she still contact you in any way or Mm -hmm. anything like that it's Mm -hmm. like and then like several months after she had punched me in the face like someone had put like sugar in my gas tank and I was like yeah that was that bitch yeah I have good I have Geico though so it covered all of it (laughs) (laughs) it covered all the damages (laughs) Shout out. <laughs> Shout out that to little Geico. <laughs> Damn, bro. Um, but like, I, th- I can't say exactly what it was. I was like, yeah, no, it wasn't my fault that she punched me. Like, that was her. Mm-hmm. Like, she, no, like, whatever her internal dialogue was, was mm-hmm. like, mm. I'm gonna lay hands on her because I don't know how to process this like an adult. Mm-hmm. So, and she was like, I think I was 24 at the time. She was like 30 something. What? And I was like, this gotta be child abuse or something. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, joking about dark stuff. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> she grown That's as funny. fuck. <laughs> Do you feel safe now? That's got to be really scary, like wanting to do comedy full time and having someone know where you are. Yeah. No, I, I feel, yeah, I haven't had any occurrences Good. in a while. Um, at least the last six months. Okay. Um, so I feel safe for now. I feel safer now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's like, you should probably get a restraining order on her. I'm like, eh. Nah, I'm good. I'm good on that one. Also, I don't know how to file a restraining order. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, you got clubs to reach out to. You got jobs to reach out. You can't be doing extra paperwork. Right. You know? (laughs) Ain't got the time. (laughs) Melanie? If if she found me, she found me. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) At that point, I got to congratulate her ass. Because I got her ass blocked on everything. (laughs) That is nice. That is nice. Yeah. yeah she can't even email me. So. <laughs> Carrier pigeon, pop. She ain't getting to you. Right. At all. At all. Yeah. Your brother's going to drive by in the lawnmower. <laughs> Nail that shit. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming on here. Yeah. And being fun. wonderful. Yeah. Um, I hope, that. I, I want to know, like, where, where uh, what comedy goals do you have? What are you like hoping within the next year that you see yourself doing? Hmm. Where, where do I see myself in the next year? Well, see, the crazy thing is, so when I was down in Louisville a couple of days ago, I was just talking about a trip I took to Ghana with my family. Yeah. And then there was some guys from Ghana who were also on the show in the audience. And they were like, you are hilarious. We love your stuff. Do you want to come do comedy in Ghana? And I was like, like, yeah. Immediate manifesting. (laughs) Right? I was like, yeah, I want to come do comedy in Ghana. So, like, I'm like, maybe, am I going international next year? Let's go. I was like, I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. And they're comics, these guys? Yeah. Dude, so they can plug you right in. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I love hearing stories like that. Yeah. (laughs) That's really cool. 
<laughs> so I'm like, maybe next year I'm just doing comedy in Africa. Let's go. Yeah. In my motherland. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do you like to do that's, I feel like I may know, <laughs> but what do you <clears throat> <laughs> miss 4 a.m.? But what do you like to do that's just like sets you into yourself like, oh, this is good? Yeah. Uh, other than a, a good workout, mm-hmm. right? Um, I like to, I like to cook. I like to, I really like to dance. I feel like you know this, mm. but I, I really like to dance. Like there was one point, like you're a I good would, dancer. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That come that means a lot from you because you're also a great dancer. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if y'all knew that, but she's funny as fuck. <laughs> Back to her. <laughs> and she can dance. <laughs> but yeah, like I like dance. I used to like watch Matt Stefanina was like one of my favorite choreographers. I used to like study his videos on YouTube and like learn choreography. White guy with the he like does the classes that Yeah. Yeah. You know Yeah. I yeah. Know, I know okay. Yeah. Yeah. Him. Okay, cool. I used to like study his choreographies and stuff like that. So I'll probably pick that back up. I used to really enjoy that. And just do it at home? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like a professional dancer or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just like to know that any club I walk into, I'm going to be the best dancer in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Who trying to battle on <laughs> It's kind of hard when you know how to dance, though, because some a lot of people don't or think they don't, so you have to be kind of chill with it. Yeah, like, oh, no. this beat is fun. Right. You can't be like... <laughs> I can't, crump, can't crump on these hoes. Because yeah. they're like, well, now it's not fun. Right. They're like, you're too good. Please sit down. Yeah. Damn. All I right. thought we was having a dance party, but okay. Okay. We're not. That's good to know. That's good to know. All right. We'll just move from side to side, I guess. Right. <laughs> I love that. You're such a wonderful, strong, hilarious, driven, talented person. And I really just hope all the magic for you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black girl magic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Word. Yes. Thank you for coming on and sharing your story and just being dope. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you both for having me. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Sure. A producer is so good at doing what she does. Because I almost forgot to say. Share your socials. That was- yes. <laughs> I like that harmonizing and vocalizing. Okay. I've been and trying to get her to sing. I'll sing and she won't sing. And I'll Wait, be like, sing. Can you, that was for you. Can you sing? No. It's Nashville. Everybody can sing a little Come bit. Come on. Mm-hmm. My uncle is Vizquiel. Everybody can sing a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I can make songs come out, but it doesn't sound good. <laughs> like, are you tone deaf? Like, you can no. carry a tone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can carry a tune. Word. She can sing. You can sing. My headphones are falling off. <laughs> Not like Amber can sing. You can sing? I can sing. Yes. Don't make me sing. Wait, I don't. Uh, make me. You're like, I can sing. Don't make me sing. I feel like, did I know this about you? I don't know. You're like, <laughs> like she's multi talented. She would just ever. sing everything if she could. Yeah. Yeah. Musical comedy. But I don't want to be a musical theater kid. Mm. That's something very much, that's a block for me. Uh, okay. I'm like, I'm not that. Word. You know how people are musical theater and they're, you're like, hey, and they're like, how's it going? And no, you're like, no, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> chill. Yeah. I got you. You don't want to be that. Yeah. I'm trying to be chill, but yeah. I do want to sing at all times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you I sing? Feel. In the shower and to myself. Are you yeah. a good singer? My dad thinks so. Oh, <gasps> my dad doesn't. My so dad. you're probably a good singer. I, I mean, also, I am the favorite child, so he might just be lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to sing when I was little, and I asked to be in the choir, and they were like, you have to be able to sing to be in the <gasps> choir. And they wouldn't let me. So, yeah. I've never you were tried. little. I they know. just crushed your dreams like that? <laughs> well, I don't, my dream of being in the choir, it wasn't to be like a singer, <laughs> like a professional singer. I was just like, okay, on to the next thing. All right. And also, you do not have to be able to sing to be in the choir. You don't. I don't know. People could cover you up. <laughs> right. They could turn your mic down. Why yeah. don't they just let you, give you a chance? Yeah. I know. Thanks for coming to my defense. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> but yeah, so I sing in the shower and to the dogs. Yeah. Damn. I do want to say that one time I, my aunt was like, oh, you're like me. Like, we don't sing because my mom and sister sing. And that stuck with me. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I guess I'm just not a singer. And then I started singing more and people were like, you can sing. So I don't know. I feel like 
if that's sticking with you with the choir thing, you might be able to sing and that just... I can carry a tune. Let's not take it too far. Okay. Okay. I appreciate it, though. <laughs> Going in on this. Okay. Yes. Thanks. The anyway. point of all of this yes. Yes. is where can people find you? Okay. Okay. They can find me on Instagram, underscore Miriam Kirk. I do have a TikTok. I only got one video on there, though, so I wouldn't follow that. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well what is your tiktok it can grow uh it's miriam kirk okay I think something like that um <laughs> youtube i have 11 subscribers you know double digits baby big ball angel here. numbers right the right word <laughs> and we're so positive i love it you silver line everything i love it uh and yeah. can you spell Miriam Kirk just so people that's miriam like the sister of moses in the bible um m-i-r-i-a-m K-I-R-K. I didn't know yeah. Moses had a sister. You didn't know Moses had a sister? Neither. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a heathen. <laughs> Wait. That's why they didn't let you in the choir. <laughs> They're like, you don't know the content. <laughs> I don't know if I ever did. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> thank you, Miriam. You're wonderful. Yeah, oh, thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to I'm Fine, It's Fine podcast. My name is Amber Autry. I'm a comedian based here in Nashville and internationally touring. You can find me on all platforms at Amber Autry Comedy. And I am Melanie Reese. I'm a trauma therapist here in Nashville. You can find me across all platforms at Trauma Therapy Nashville. We really appreciate you listening so much. And if you want to give a little extra for free, make sure you're liking, subscribing, rating, reviewing, sharing with your friends, talking about it to literally everyone you see. Because it helps so much, and we're so grateful for the extra effort. And if you like what you're hearing and you want some bonus material, that includes interviews with other practitioners and the, all the juicy stuff that Amber and I talk about that doesn't go into the normal podcast. Um, we'd love to have you subscribe. You can find the link in our bio, and $5 a month, you can do it. Thank you. Thanks.